0: This week's coffee is going to be Bolivia Finca Machucamarca de Berenguela. Everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 162. And yes, this week it is 162 on Monday, the 19th of December 2011. My name is Steve Layton, and thank you as always for joining me for this pre Christmas edition of In My Mug. Um, the coffee that we've got this week is a tiny bit special. Um, the coffee, as I said, is Bolivia Marca de Barangella, uh, a coffee that we've stocked since 2007, and coffee that I think pretty much says what we're about, says what we do. Um, we found the coffee uh, in 2017 in Cup of Excellence. Uh, that year I was uh, one of the international jury for the competition. Fell in love with the coffee, and I mean really fell head over heels in love with this coffee. Um, and ever since, um, that was the first ever production from the farm, and ever since we've bought every single bean that has come out of that farm. So it gives me enormous pride and pleasure uh, to welcome this coffee back. Uh, And uh, this is uh, just an absolutely stellar, stellar coffee. Owned by Maria and Mario uh, de Rosilia Andrade. A brother and sister combination. (laughs) And they... uh, A farmer's been in their family for over 100 years. Um, And for most of their their lives, they've kind of, it's revolved around the farm. So they don't necessarily live on the farm all of the time, but when they come together as a family, uh, they always come together at the farm. And it just kind of strikes me that this being Christmas time and families coming together, uh, I'm sure at this time that the the Andrades are going to be on the farm together and uh, spending all of that wonderful time. Um, The farm used to be a citrus farm, so they grew oranges, they grew lemons and uh, citrus fruits, limes, things like that. Uh, Right up until around about five, ten years ago where there was a really kind of nasty uh, citrus kind of uh, bug that swarmed the farm, killed off all of the trees and left the farm in a state where uh, it it wasn't producing anything. Now in Bolivia there's a law that if your farm doesn't produce things um, then the government can pretty much take it back and reapportion that land um, to locals or, or, or uh, indigenous people, and um, that was something obviously with the farm being in the family for so long they, they didn't want to happen. So they were looking around for things that they could plant and things that they could grow, um, and coffee seemed like a really really good idea to them. It, it's, it's funny because in the surrounding region uh, it's, it's legal to grow coca in Bolivia, and nearly every other farm in the area uh, grows coca and they made this decision to grow coffee which is considerably less profitable than coca. Um, coca has five harvests a year so they'll pick the leaves and when I'm talking about coca it, it's the raw plant that cocaine comes from. But it can also be used to chew uh, and it's uh, very popular in Bolivia to, to chew coca. Um, and you can also make a tea out of it and it's actually a delicious tea and helps with altitude sickness. Um, but they decided to make this really big statement that they weren't going to do that and they were going to grow coffee on the farm. Um, everybody laughed at them, where are you going to sell that, what you're going to do, how's that going to work for you. Um, and I'm really proud uh, that they made that decision and we buy that coffee now because it's just kind of like proof that there is another way. And we're showing people in the area that there is another way. Um, the area that it's in is Sud Youngas, uh which um, it, and the, it basically stands for Safe Youngus. And it's in the Chulamani area, so the city of Chulamani is very, very close to. Um, farm is uh, around about 67 hectares of uh, a, a farm, We've only around about 5 hectares in coffee. This year it has been upped, uh, and I believe it's kind of 6 or 7 hectares now. Um, but I haven't had official confirmation of that, so I'm still having to go on the old figures. But we've seen a, a much larger outturn this year from the farm, so we have more coffee from here than we've ever had before, which is fantastic. Uh, as this coffee sold out six months ago, um, and we've always said we could sell twice as much as they could give it to us. So um, the farm is at uh, an altitude of around about uh, 1,800 metres. I think it's 1,790, um, which is a, a, a you know a very healthy altitude, but very typical of Bolivia. Uh, Bolivia has some amazing mountain, oh, <laughs> has some amazing mountain, mountain ranges, and um, yeah, th- th- this is this is within that corridor. Uh, of the Andes. Um, the varietals on the farm are Carrillo, which is 80%, uh, which is a, a typical kind of derivative. Uh, it's really just a local name for, for, for a typical style of uh, varietal. And uh, 20% Catora. Um, again, that may have changed this year because I know that when I was on the farm uh, 18 months ago, they were talking about planting more Catora uh, and they'd had planted more Ketura, so. Um, I'm sure that percentage is going to have changed slightly, but we haven't got that updated information yet, so I'm kind of, I'm going with what I know more than what I think I know, which is probably a good way to go. So, um... Yep, yeah, this coffee is uh, was used by Colin Harman in 2009. He has been wearing my 2009 Atlanta t-shirt um, in the Bristol Championships there, and he, he finished fourth with it. Um, this coffee is featured a number of times in uh, country's competitions and always places very well. So it's a very good espresso coffee. But for me, I think it really, really shines as a brewed coffee. Um, I, I mean, I love it as both, but as a brewed coffee... It's pretty close to perfection for my palate. Um, I love the sweetness, I love the balance of it, um, and, and I really like, uh, like it as a coffee. So I'm really looking forward to tasting this one with you today. If you were an in my mug subscriber, you may have noticed a little gold packet in your uh, packs. Um, if you didn't notice a gold packet, and you noticed a silver packet, then we had the opposite of a golden ticket competition this year. And if you found a silver one of these, I want you to take a photograph of it, with you holding it like that, and I'm going to send you a prize. So, uh, yeah, silver ticket, photograph like this, you will get a prize. But in this gold sachet, there is a little experiment for us to have as well. Part of the Christmas fun that I promised you earlier on in the month. Excuse the rain, it's raining quite heavily here today. Um, So I want you to carefully very carefully open it and we should all say thank you to Andy for doing all of these packs for me on Thursday um, at a time of year where we're extremely busy and in there you'll find a tiny tiny strip now this strip is called PTC or pethilocarbamide pethilodicarbamide I think it is Um, and you may remember a few episodes and a very long few episodes back We talked about this super taster test, where you can do a test to see whether you are predisposed to tasting or not. This test will show whether you can perceive bitterness, either normally, slightly highlighted, or an extreme reaction. This doesn't mean that you can't taste if you don't pass this test. It's a little bit of fun. It's not to be taken seriously. It just means that if you are a super taster, then what happens is... You're It's actually harder sometimes to taste because you're so sensitive to bitter, um, and you can sometimes be overly sensitive to sweet, um, and, and, and it's a bit of fun. Now, if there's two of you, you can split this in half. There is no need to have the whole one. I am going to do half because I know how horrible this is for me. Um, whenever I've done it in the past, it does make me want to retch. Um, I, I unfortunately have this very strong... Uh, reaction to it as, as, as I know a few of you will. Now the reason you can have these three different tests, it's something to do within the genes. So your parents will decide whether you're a super taster or not. If you have one parent that is, uh, is kind of uh, sensitive to it and one that isn't, then you, you come in that middle one and if both aren't, then you, you'll just get a papery taste, apparently. Um, just because you don't, doesn't mean you're not a super taster. So. Crikey, I love it. Whenever I do these, it's windy or rainy. So, pop it on the tongue Give it a second, and... There it goes. I don't know why I do that to myself every time. But, you'll either have this... No reaction at all of paper. You'll have a little bit of reaction, which is... You know, you are slightly sensitive to it, or you'll have the reaction that, that I just had, where it tastes like it tastes like an anadine. Uh, if you have a... a an aspirin or a paracetamol and you get that extreme bitterness on the tongue. That, that's what being a super taster tastes like. So, a, a little bit of fun for the packet. Don't forget, silver packet person. Okay, um, time to bring out the wheel of death. And the wheel of death this week is going to be... milk. Okay, now I do not like milk in my coffee. Just as a few weeks back when we had sugar, I do not like sugar in my coffee. I like my coffee to be how it is, but it's another great opportunity to talk about basically enjoying your coffee more than you possibly can. And I sat down and I actually spoke to Mario and Loopy about this, um, and we had a very long conversation about you know what, do, how do people enjoy our, you know, the coffee that they send to us and, and that we send out and, and, and all those things and. I just think it's really interesting that when you, if you add milk and you enjoy it more, then that's what I want and that's what the producers want. It's also a nice little link with this coffee, is this coffee, I remember having the best ever cappuccino I've ever had with this coffee. And I've described it as a donut um, uh, soaked in cream. Um, And it really is, because of the sweet caramel tones in there, um, and just because it is so super sweet. It really works well with milk as a cappuccino. But I'm not going to do that with this one. I'm going to add some milk to the brewed coffee. Let's see how that goes for me. See, I suffer for my art. So anyway, I am going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go make delicious drinks, and I will be back with you in just a second. Right, so I'm going to dive straight into the espresso before it goes cold. Mm. So on the aromatics, you can smell, this is going to be sweet. You can smell that caramel, it really does come through. Mm. I'm so excited to have this coffee back and it's such a good time of year for it to come back as well. this is the earliest that we've ever been able to get this coffee in. And, and that is um, a testament to our importers who uh, jumped up and down a lot and, and, and got this in. So we've got the first lot of it arrived now. The second lot, there's a little bit more coming because it wasn't completely all done. It's coming on my container, which it will be on... Uh, it sailed last week, last Friday. So that's on its way too. So we're going to have to say a lot more of this this year. The acidity is exquisite. The acidity is like... And I've used the descriptor for a couple of years now on it, but it's like a white wine. You get this, like, beautiful Chardonnay kind of sparkling acidity. It's, like, really effervescent, um, super clean, beautiful caramel, a little bit of toffee in there, and just super, super sweet. Now, this is where I'm really looking forward to trying it. Because, as I said, my favourite ever cappuccino came from this coffee. Um, So, let's dive in. Creamy, smooth, balanced, just like a donut. Soaked in cream and just gone all mushy and just delicious. <sighs> donut in a cup is the best, best cappuccino coffee for my taste that we have. I love it. So, into the brewed coffee. This week's mug is a Monopoly mug. I haven't had any new ones for a while. I'm hoping for Christmas that my, my family buy me new mugs tends to be what they do by me. (laughs) Is there nothing this coffee can't do? I love this coffee because it just does everything well. Good coffee, roasted carefully, with attention, with care, with a bit of love in there too. It just, it's a winner, it's a winner. But now we have the milk. had coffee and milk for i don 't know how long it even looks funny okay i 'm going to dive in. You see for me, it takes all of those highlights away. it takes away that beautiful acidity that comes through that white wine acidity. it takes away the complexity, yes, it makes it a little bit more balanced, perhaps and a little bit more rounded, but I preferred the cappuccino to the, to with the milk and, and Maybe it 's just because of that intensity of espresso compared to brewed coffee now brewed coffee is gentle and mild and delicate enough um, and 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 takes you know, the edges off that an espresso is much more much more full on and much more magnified. What a way to ruin a good coffee so I hope you enjoyed the super taster test um, it doesn 't mean a lot it 's a bit of fun uh, if you are the sil the silver ticket t- holder photos, please. Um, what else, what else, what else? Christmas! So, we are in the last, the week of Christmas. Orders coming in at the moment, we're struggling. Um, it's been really tough to get everything out on the same day. If you want your coffee, you need to be on the ball and get those orders in very, very early. Um, we can't be held responsible with the postage stuff going on. Posters really slowed down to, to, to quite a crawl at the moment. So, um, yeah, do think about your postage method when you're placing your order. Uh, next week's In My Mug is going to go out early, and the reason we're sending it out early, it's a double pack first of all, uh, but we'd like to have it before Christmas, because obviously that Christmas break it's not good, at sitting in a sorting office somewhere. And we are closed down for the whole week after Christmas, so um, you know it, it was best to get them doubly out. And we'll be doing the videos at exactly the same times, so I'll be releasing them on the Sunday night, Monday mornings, so the next one will be on Boxing Day, and the one after that will be on New Year's Day. Or the day after New Year's Day, is it? But yeah, we will be following them through. So don't feel you have to dive into the packs and enjoy them straight away. These coffees will be great by the time we come round to do the videos. It's just a way of getting them to you. I'm going to shut up because I'm rambling and ranting and going on and not really making a great deal of sense. So, do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. To all our wonderful friends, customers and suppliers of HasBeen, we'd like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas.